Hello, welcome to episode... 129. 129. We actually checked this time. It's <laughs> become an ongoing joke that we have no idea where we are, but they've prepared today. Um, so uh, episode 129, Rebel City Podcast. Today we are talking with Matt and Jess from Power to the People. Guys, hi, lovely to meet you. Hello, um, to We've got back and forth trying to get you in. Um, Covid's got in the way a few times, but Sorry it's finally yeah. nice to get you in finally, so it is. Like, how's you Hi, cracking. <laughs> Not bad. Busy. 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 There's a lot going on uh, with the campaign and yep. what have you, you know, and um, I'm sure it, does, it probably doesn't need saying, um, you guys know as well as anybody, you know, working people are under attack like never before in my yes. lifetime. Um, <coughs> and I even remember Thatcher, but it's worse. It is worse. <laughs> So I, I remember the tail end of Thatcher and it, it feels worse. Aye. But there's like um God was straight with the heavy stuff, are we? Asking you how know, your week's been. Oh sorry, I didn't even <laughs> drag it. I just said, well, people are look, people are people are feeling it, you know, and um, so that's what's led to us being busy, I guess, and there's loads of other people just like us trying mm-hmm. try to do their wee, wee bit, you know, along the road along the road. Yeah, but there has been plenty of positive stuff we've been busy with. Like uh, last night uh, we were down uh, in Castle Milk and they were doing Jimmy Lacker Curve and Sure. Did you might have seen advertise the Castle Milk's got talent? It was a cracking night. Oh, do you no, I mean? that. Ah, that no, it was a good fantastic. night. Do you know what I mean? As you say, just as you say, people seeing people pull together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As you say, I know we're gonna as the session goes on, I'm sure we'll get into mm-hmm. you know how miserable everything is. But do you know what I mean? Like, well, wow, we glimpses. Set the tone. <laughs> so yang and yang. Is that was <laughs> <laughs> good cop, bad cop. Seems to be what's yeah, happening, yeah. Yeah. Um so I the we'll get into the campaign as we go, but obviously, you know. One obviously just kind of introduces a wee bit to the audience, people listening, and whatever else. Um, Matt, you are a local councillor for is it Cardonald? Cardonald, yeah. Um, um, so you're a you know a, a long running history of like activism and the build up to taking part in the campaign. I am off. I all my life really, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, so you know my my, my father um, very very active in his trade union. In his day as well, involved in militant and all the rest of it. Right. Day. Um, so I had all that sort of stuff going around me growing up. So mm-hmm. um, I ended up in the post office myself. I was a postie for 14 years. Right. Got active in the trade union there. CWU. CWU. Yeah, um, member myself. Good. Glad to hear it. Open reach. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. right. Well, um, see, my, well, my dad was a telecom engineer. So he right. was on the other side of the union. There were different unions originally and then ended yeah. up going together. But, um, he was NCU, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, so um, so I've kind of arrived at things sort of through that angle. I was a posting govern um, for donkeys, um, and there's a thing. Basically, I mean, although I didn't, I didn't start my life there. I started in the Salkots, and I ended up in govern. It's a uniquely, I think, political environment. Yeah. Um, I went. I remember I was only in my early twenties or something, and I went along to a community council meeting. And um, the chair of the council, community council was a guy called Dick Carabine, who I later found out was a local Labour Party activist. The secretary was John Foster, who you might have heard of, um, who, was, uh, who was a kind of leading light, still is, in the, in the Communist Party of Britain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Professor John really Foster. Um, well, look him up. Uh, he gets about a bit. Um, he was a big, he was, he was heavily involved in the anti-poll tax campaign yeah. back in the day. And he's just been involved in every, all things governed politics forever. And then the strangest thing of, of all, of course, was the treasurer was a woman called Esme Clark, who was a Tory. Oof. So, so you had, uh, so you had the, the Tory looking after the money 
the uh, communists doing the organising and the Labour Labour one day holding the jackets. <laughs> right. it, was, it was quite entertaining. Seems like a it tends to be a, it's a, it's a <laughs> sitcom <laughs> waiting to be written. I was going to say, there's <laughs> some stereotypes <laughs> in the mix there, aren't there? But it was, but it was, uh, I say, just, just being in that environment, I think, kind of, it sort of repoliticised me because I grew up around it all and then I, obviously in the Blair years, I was not, I was not enamoured. Um, and it, I thought, no, I want to get involved in things again. That's sort of what got me involved in actually like the party politics and yeah. me being a councillor but also get me, me getting involved in other stuff mm -hmm. stuff, which is actually more important what year did you get back in into politics politi well I was elected in 2007 so I've been around a wee while um, but I probably got I, re I rejoined I rejoined the Labour I was, I was in the Labour Party when I was very young um, left and I rejoined about 2005 or 2006 okay um not out of any particular great love for the way the party was being run at the time, quite the opposite. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, and obviously I, I enjoyed the, the Corbyn years, um, but unfortunately they've gone. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, but there's, but that's the kind of, see the party, for me, though, although I'm, I'm sort of in and involved in all of that, and that's sort of, if you like, the, to some extent, the day job, um, the thing that motivates me and motivates the people involved in, in the campaign that's the Power of the People campaign mm -hmm. is actually something very different. Yeah. We are, um, it kind of sort of came together. Um, the first kind of inkling of it was myself and Francis Curran having a wee blather. Right. And myself and Fran Francis have got on, got on very well for a, a long period. And we'd always said that we, wouldn't it be good if we could find a space for the left in Scotland to get together and mm -hmm. campaign on something useful without having to fall out over the constitution or fall out over our yeah. party alliances or whatever split we're in and all that, you know. Right? I mean, that is, is definitely something we can do right? a lot, Mary, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's frustrating, right? Um, and actually, when this started to happen, she invited me along to um, um, Socialist for Indie. It was a climate discussion it was supposed to be about, but it ended up being a discussion about um, the energy price hikes because that just had been overtaken by then. Yeah. And so I kind of came away from that saying, right, I'm, we're going to try and do something. Um, back in Cardonald's, can we start a wee group yeah. and start talking about this? And that's sort of where um, Jess came in, I suppose, um, you know, because you'd, you'd helped me with various campaigns in the past and things like that, and you were dead keen on. Yeah, I was going to say, my instinct is always just get out on the doors. I yeah. just like being out chatting to people. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of, when was that? we done it. About three million years ago. Um, Does feel that way. No, um, <laughs> when was it? Like May, maybe? End of May. Aye, it was End after the council elections, wasn't yeah. it? And, um, as you say, we organised just getting out a bit in North Park, didn't we? Just doing some door yeah. chapping. Because, um, I mean, you say that's always my instinct. I like talking to people. I always kind of, I mean, kind of yeah. calms me down. Because, I mean, obviously, like, you know, um, so I decided this year to go back and do my teaching course. Nice. Mean, and so that way, we, I mean, obviously, like, I knew. I mean, as you say, in obviously giving up a job, I mean, it's a big commitment. And mm -hmm. so I knew I was worrying about what my bills were going to be doing. And I knew, obviously, a lot of other people would be in a similar situation. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? And more than anything, like, you know, obviously just very angry that, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, these companies felt they could get away with it. And yeah. do you know what I mean? As you say, it's just an insult to all of us, isn't it? And so do you know what I mean? I just thought, right, do you know what I mean? Let's get out, do some chatting to folk. Um, and as you say, at that point, I, do you know what I mean? I do remember being, do you know what I mean? Just being very taken. I think the thing I took away from it was this feeling that, do you know what I mean? Yes, people were very angry and they all, do you know what I mean? Because I think sometimes, like, I think obviously when we started talking about some of this stuff and we thought, oh, do you know what I mean? you know, perhaps people don't know that they need to be angry. Do you know what I mean? And I do yeah. think obviously, you know, part of the campaign has been 
about, do you know what I mean, raising awareness and getting people to understand Definitely. the true facts. Yeah. Because as you say, obviously a lot of it isn't coming through in the media. Do you know what I mean? As you say, you get this very warped view of what's going on. Do you know what I mean? All this stuff around, oh, it's all just because of Ukraine and that's why your bills are going yeah. up. And, you know, it's obviously as we in this room know, it's not to do that. But do you know what I mean? But I think the real thing I took away from that was the fact do you mean like I don't know? I just always seem to end up having a lot of conversations with all women. Like just <laughs> that just seems to be my thing. I just attract all women. Um, and do you mean as I say? And just do you mean like these women who were clearly very passionate? Do you mean like I just remember specifically this one woman, and she was like, you know, you speak to anyone on this street, and they'll all do you mean be absolutely furious about all of this. But you know, there's nothing to be done, is there? There's nothing we can do about yes. it. Mm. And do you mean at that point, I just thought, right, this is when I was like, I know we need to do yeah. something about this yeah. because do you mean we need to. I think, and do you mean, I feel especially perhaps people in my age, do you mean, because I guess like I sort of came into politics like through all the Jeremy Corbyn stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but do you mean, as I say, I was not, do you mean, I'm not like Matt, I was not brought up political at all. And, um, and so do you think, do you mean, like with the best in the world, I don't think I was brought up with this idea that collective action can bring about change. Do you yeah. mean that just wants something that was in my consciousness? Mm -hmm. And I think um, there are a lot of people out there who, do you mean in a similar place where you do just think, oh, do you mean I know everything's terrible, but there's no to do? When we we briefly touched on the campaign in a previous episode mm -hmm. when we were talking about um, sort of Mick Lynch and the RMT, mm -hmm. the kind of example that they had set in terms of how they conducted themselves in the press and the way the people had just kind of connected with it because uh, we're not really used to seeing people have these sort of conversations in the public yeah. domain anymore. It's very much been like. No, we're no platform and union reps. We're no, you know, yeah. we're going to legislate against your ability to organise and have protests and so on. And, you know, stuff we'll maybe touch on as we go. But, like, mm. what I was talking about when we kind of briefly touched on news at that time is like, this, these guys are now actually having a wider effect. The Mick Lynch's and the guys at CWU have now mm -hmm. actually reminded people that they can, like, pull together and yeah. actually make stuff happen. Why do you think that that needs like that's kind of like faded so no. i think like you were saying that the, there's a lot of, during the blair years of uh -huh. politics a lot of people sort of like i don't know became sort of politically numb or i, I think numb like nihilist yeah. you know, or something, no, I, you think, know? I think numb is the word i think no, you've, you've hit the nail right in the head there um because people sometimes say oh people have become apathetic or people don't really but people people care people didn't stop especially in this side mm -hmm. when they stopped being political no what the, what stopped happening was the it was was their belief that actually voting for anything changed anything. Because mm. what they started to see is this is a, this is the basic problem. I'm gonna, this is probably another podcast here, but um, <laughs> basic problem with the political centre is it's giving you a, an option between Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I mean that's not yeah. that's not an option. And, and then everybody you know throws their hands in the air and wonders why people don't turn out to vote. Mm. Well, it's because they're not being given an alternative. And and part of the whole kind of insidious thing that kind of leads to where we are now. I'm saying there about people like Mick Lynch and Dave Ward and all the rest mm -hmm. of them. Uh, when they get that wee bit of airplay, how it resonates with people is yeah. remarkable. Because right? they just tell the truth unvarnished. And you just It goes straight to it. And people see I it and they think, I, I, I understand about yourselves, that. Because you're going, we get together in May and we started chatting doors. Mm -hmm. When we were talking about you in like late August, early September, you were a couple of thousand deep outside Aye. the front door of Scottish Power or SSE. Yeah, so I mean quick, that resonation that you're talking about when people see that example is there at all levels and, of this but it so rarely uh, gets into the press you see because what yeah, i remember right <laughs> i sound like an old man here but when i was wee right so i know i grew up basically in the 80s when i was when i was really wee and of course i spent a lot of time watching the news with a dad like mine 
um, <laughs> hearing them shout at it. But you had people, you had people on the TV news, Scottish news, even in UK news. You'd have union leaders on there on a regular basis, even in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You'd have in Scotland, you had somebody like Campbell Christie, for example. He was just a, he was a figure that was known in civic society. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then, you, but you fast forward twenty years, you get into the noughties, as they call it. When did you ever see that? You, you didn't have industrial correspondence for newspapers or off or, or for broadcasts. You used to have industrial mm-hmm. correspondence. It would routinely be that if, if there was ever any discussion of any big issue in Scottish society, the SDUC would, would, would have a talking head to go on yeah. and say something. Now, that, that didn't happen for years and years and years. Now, that, <clears> that's <throat> sort of, that, and that just takes like trade unions out of the public consciousness. Yeah. And that feeds the, that, that, that fed the kind of, I think, their decline. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have to say, um, I look at the STUC now with a bit of hope. I think they've maybe turned a, I hope they've turned a corner. I've got a lot of time for us. And yeah. I think I think she's going to, you know, hopefully, um, you know, raise its profile again in, in, in Scottish civic society. You know, so I, I think the role of trade unions is important, but mm-hmm. but it's the principle of t- uh, uh, of of the understanding that collective action is power. And but if I think of, you think about it though, the whole the whole Thatcher project and everything that came after it has to be said as well. Yeah, is about telling you, you can't. Mm-hmm. That you are powerless. We're all just flotsam and jetsam on international markets, and the best we can do is get a really nice guy for a guy that presents well in the telly, yeah. who wears a nice suit, who can manage it slightly better than the other lot. Mm-hmm. That's the best you can hope for, because you know global markets. So you know Aye. what can we do? Well, that's that's not the case, because working people have have power. They actually have the power. Yeah. The trick is, for those of us who are active, is to make sure people know they have the power. And know mm-hmm. what and understand how to use it mm-hmm. and, and come together to, mm-hmm. to, to make it effective because they have the power. We can stop you, know, as, as the old phrase goes, so you can talk, stop every wheel turning in sorry. the world. Sorry, sorry. I'm rambling on. I was just because <laughs> uh, Jess was saying when you were having these conversations with the people at the door, like that is kind of part of the gap that you're trying mm-hmm. to bridge with people is that you're no, no like re educate, I don't know what the word is here, but like what, what kind of resistance is it that you're overcoming when you're talking to people at the door because i think in the early days of these recent sort of industrial disputes and whatnot there was a, a instant was that was quite like oh no like what these guys are greedy they're mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is like you know and then as time has passed and people have been allowed to make their arguments you know that position has softened and then we've went for rmt to cwu to you know, nurses, I mean, nurses, for fuck's sake, like, mm. they're going to strike for the first time in their entire existence. Like, if that is no, like, it's an indicator thing. of how bad things are, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what is. So, like, did you find that when you were talking to people on the doorsteps that you initially had that kind of, like, resistance that you had to overcome with them? Um, I would say, you know, when we very first started, yes, I would say earlier in the year. But then, do you know what I mean? And I feel as though this is where, do you know what I mean? It does feel like so much has happened so quick, doesn't it? Mm. Because like, do you know I mean you have sort of almost been able to been able to track the moods? I would say because um, then over the summer, do you know I mean as you say when it was in the news a lot more and we were kind of getting hyped up? Do you know what I mean for this um, rise on the first of October, weren't we? And as you say, like when we were doing the demos outside Scottish Power, outside off Gem, do you know what I mean I remember leafleting in the weeks running up to them, and as you say, do you know I mean like people were coming up to you because do you know I mean like so as I said, you know my um, 
the way I got into activism was through like, you know, Jeremy Corbyn stuff and do you know I mean? So I've done leafleting for the Labour Party in the past and mm-hmm. do you know I mean? It's like pulling teeth, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? As you say, yeah. like, you know, people, <laughs> people are coming yeah. up to you, do you know what I mean? Shouting yeah. all kind of insults at you and you just have to push we, it off. We, we've met people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, for my sins, I'm not in the Labour Party anymore, but um, do you know that way? But like, so it was just such a refreshing experience for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember being outside Central Station and do you know what I mean? And people were coming up to me being like, oh, I've seen you on social media. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just cracking i'm definitely behind you do you know I mean like for the first time people mm-hmm. saying oh i've already seen that your demo is on i'll definitely be to that but then i would say when um we'd done the demo on it was on the first of october wasn't it the one in buchanan steps so, yeah. Yeah. yeah and so obviously by that point do you know I mean liz truss had put in yeah do you know I mean the kind of really phony when we were talking with that you did have a wee moment where he's like we, we have a direction that we now need to like reevaluate because yeah. uh-huh. uh you know the changes or the the revolving door that has become downing <laughs> street yeah um and it was all that do you know I mean and i think do you know I mean as i say like kind of following that i remember sorry this is just the story of my life of jess goes out leafleting and right. <laughs> like, i'm sorry um <laughs> But do you know what I mean? And I remember that week and there was a lot more, do you know what I mean? To say a lot more people being like, oh no, I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. clearly like people had kind of yeah. taken that in that, oh, well, the problem's solved now, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? The news says yeah. that we're having yeah. a price freeze. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's it. I don't need to be worried about my bills anymore. Uh, and I think, do you know what I mean? And again, like, I guess kind of what's worrying me maybe a little bit about now is I think obviously, do you know what I mean? On the 1st of October, the bills did go up a lot. And we know for a fact that, do you know what I mean? 7 million people are now in fuel poverty as yeah. a result of that. Do you know what I mean? So as you say, we're very concerned, do you know what I mean? Around the number of people who genuinely can't pay. Yeah. But I think, do you know what I mean? Perhaps, because, you know, like we've made it clear, do you know what I mean? From the very start, we are working towards kind of, you know, a mass mobilization. Do you know what I mean? We want this to be a social movement that yeah. brings in everyone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It can't just be, you know, like us in the room, do you yeah. mean who are activists and will care activists. about everything? Right. Yeah. I exactly. See, when we talk, we talk back to like the sort of political center and Thatcher. It just a bit, when we were talking there, there was a part of me that was sort of like thinking about like the COVID thing when universal credit became a sort of problem for the middle class, and then yeah. changes mm-hmm. came about very That's fucking funny, quickly, that, right? Yeah. And now just, the fuel costs is yeah. a problem uh-huh. for the middle class so yeah. how much of this is more thinks a problem of individualism and this sort of like consumer culture that we've got where it's like if you get up at 5 a.m and if you can build a business and you can make your life great but the world's in fire round about you but don't bother with that mm-hmm. because it's not going to impact you then all of a sudden it's it impacts you and, yeah, impacts people. Th- and then they're like, give me a leaflet I, and I want to join the cause. I think you've hit the nail on the head again. Yeah. See with that about the, about, the, about the middle classes. See, if, if you ever, you ever wonder about why there was some concessions about energy prices, it was because That's the middle classes were starting to feel it. And you see, see this with a whole number of policies actually over a period of time, to be honest. Um, they, they can always get concessions. Well, why can they always get concessions? Because they've got money, they, they vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that, that's just a simple fact. They do. Um. They they vote. They've got money. Um. They can, so they can buy influence and all that. They've got the connections. <clears throat> they they also are by and large the journalists the, the journalists out there. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some, don't get me wrong. There's some good journalists out there. I'm not writing yeah. everybody off. But the the bottom line is there is the, the whole kind of class of journalists out there who for whom they're reporting on things that's, that's never comes anywhere near them. It never touches them. It never touches anybody they know. Yeah. I right. actually seen one uh, just as an example, and it was a, a guardian, whatever it was, and it was how to live 
uh, 10 years without central heating. Oh, very and good, eh? she yeah. had a picture there with a Labrador and like a wood burning, a wood burning kind of like, is it an agar or whatever you call it, where it's wood fired and oh, it's, nice. it heats her house. And then somebody was like, I really, like, I, 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 don't think that's, I don't think that's legit. Yeah. I went back through her tweets and like found one like 10 months ago where she was like, does anybody have experience of living with, a, you know, a wood fired ag or whatever it was. And so she's out there essentially up. like copying and pasting somebody else's experience and actually putting it off as a rain. And you're just like, I mean, who, but, who, but, who but benefits from that? It's a bit like those other kind of articles that are talking about, you know, uh, I think it might be in the Guardian, if it wasn't, it might be somewhat like the Telegraph actually. Um, I mean, I have to say, in this instance, they're as bad as each other, those papers. Mm. Um, were, it was somebody was talking about how, you know, this young person in the early 20s, about how they strived to get the, to buy their first yeah. car. And, and, the, and the, you know, and, you know, I, I, I made some economies about about going out and all the rest of that. Yeah. And, and, and then you see, and, oh, yeah, and I also got a big bag of cash from mummy and dad. Yeah, you know? paragraph like, four. Well, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's... it's Good for but, you. But, this, but you know, stuff like that is, I mean, we can laugh it off, but actually stuff like that is insidious. Yeah. It, it seeps into the psyche and people think, well, that's that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's how it must be. And that's how it's always been. Well, it's not. No. You know, there was there was actually a period, you know, the, this country was the most equal it's ever been in 1979. I mean, it had its problems. Mm. It certainly did. I mean, it had its poverty. But it was the most equal society we've ever had. It was miles away from where we are right now. The differential in how workers were paid, like if you like, the yeah, CEOs like the, equivalent of the and the wealth gap and stuff like that. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's no justification for any of that. These people are earning more money than they know what to do with. Oof, I mean, I have to say, um, I'm getting strained slightly into any other ground, but but um, I mean, but I think what politicians are paid is absurd, mm. right? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a local councillor, so I'm not I'm not wildly well paid. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had but, that conversation <laughs> with Kim, didn't we? Aye, I mean, it's not yeah, a... Yeah, Kim Okay, aye, aye, right. Um, well, aye, I think we're 19, 19 grand or something like that. So I don't give me wrong. There's a lot of people earning less than that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's not exactly extravagant. Aye, it's not the, um, you know... Well, it's below the They're getting at Westminster, but, aye. But I, I see what, you know, like, the, if you like the basic in Westminster is 81 grand, and if mm-hmm. you're chair of a committee, you get a bit more, and, you know, if you're in the cabinet, you're getting 150 or whatever it is. Yeah. I'd be expect these people to have any concept of the real world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I genuinely think that. I mean, Mar- Mary Black's the same as well, didn't she? She was just like, well, was it possibly. like working with these people, and she was just like, they possibly. have no connection to the reality that no. I live in, and you're no. just like, and not just that, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I'm not going to name any names, but I remember obviously. Do you know what I mean a few weeks ago? I don't know if you've seen like, do you know what I mean all the expenses mm-hmm. came out and stuff? And yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, there was one MP who spent on taxes in a month. The amount that I have to like live on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As a student teacher, People I get six hundred and fifty yeah, quid a month. Three, four thousand know, pounds a year on their, their own gas and electricity yeah. bills, which is right. probably quite ironic given what we're talking about today. I mean, I, I, mean I, 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 I did have a tilt running for parliament and I, I actually one of the things I put in it, I got I got a hard time for all sorts, including my own side for it. Uh or sections of it. Uh, I, I said I would take the average worker's wage. Right. Argue about what that may be. I mean, there was some debate about whether that was twenty five or thirty or something like that. But yeah. the, the, but the principle is there, and and the reason I did I didn't do that. I mean, oddly enough, that has still been a pay rise from what I want to know. Right? And of course, it's, right. it's not exactly exactly wearing a hair shirt, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but but the point I mean is 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 that I think if you're if you're lucky enough to uh, to have been chosen by your community to go and represent them in parliament or in council, whatever mm-hmm. it is, your aim, particularly if you regard yourself as a socialist should be to rise with your class and not out of it. That's yeah. the bottom line, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Now, that, that, that doesn't mean to say you plunge yourself into poverty and no, you know, of course and all not. The rest of it. But, it, what it, but what it does mean is that you try and spread it about. about no, you do what and, you can when yeah. you can. And and you're a, you have a, then an inbuilt motivation there to make sure the people that you represent are doing better yeah. by the end of your term. And I think that if 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 everybody took that sort of attitude, I don't think we'd be in the energy price crisis we're in right now. No. There's, there's lots of things that government, the UK government could do tomorrow to, to make this stop. They don't have to spend hundreds of billions of pounds propping up profits. No. Which are already extraordinarily healthy. Any companies that, by the way, we used to own. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost every, almost every single one of these companies used to be state owned. Yeah, when I was a, when I, when I was a kid, uh-huh. you know, I mean they were. I mean, yeah, it's just it's, it's sickening. And I said this, uh, you know, across the road to where we are, when we had our thing at the Scottish Power, what um, there's a building across across the road for the Scottish Power building that was built. That was the Brit Oil building. It was built. Okay, Brit Oil was the was was a state owned company. There was the oil exploration company. It was set up by Tony Benn actually mm-hmm. uh, when he was energy minister. And there was deals done there to get massive sums of, you know, in terms of a cut coming into the state sector and all that stuff, right? And that was one of the first things to get sold off. Yeah. Back in the early 80s, right? And you think what was already happening, even those first few years of that, when the, when the oil money was starting to roll in, even even the effects in the city, they'd already, they'd actually, even as an organisation, because they're set up in the city, so they're setting money aside for the like city. The types of stuff they've got in Norway, where it'd be Actually, like a kind of exactly like sovereign exactly wealth fund or something like that. Right. It's exactly what we could have had. But they decided to squander it in tax cuts and, and you know, in, and basically whilst they flogged everything to their pals. Yeah. Now, there's less to flog off now. Well, there's nothing. Well, 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 well there's yeah, next to fucking nothing pre- left to pre- sell, pre- Pretty much. You're, 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 you're right. But, but what you think about, I mean, I, I, had a, I, I wrote a wee article all day there and I said, I said about this. See, the, the, the funny thing about Liz Truss getting dumped is she get dumped by the markets. It was a coup by the markets. They decided they didn't have confidence yeah. on her, so, we, so they changed the Prime Minister. Wouldn't it be great if we could do that? Yeah. They displayed, they, they displayed class, they, they actually they displayed that. Ah, you'd need to have a democracy. The market displayed class solidarity. Yeah. Think about this it. Is mm-hmm. a, this is a huge problem, yeah. is, is that when private businesses and the markets need it, they get both socialism and Absolutely. Uh, democracy. Yeah. Like the, well, 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 yeah. well, they get to uh, vote. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They, they, yeah. Get, they get their voice held. Yeah, they vote with the But they also, get, <laughs> they also get bailed out whenever uh-huh. they need it. So all these things that, we are basically asking for as a population. Absolutely. They tell us, no, we can't give it to you because no magic money tree or whatever fucking tropic bullshit that they want to <laughs> like fucking roll out to you. But then they give it to their mates yeah. and they give it in way more than what we would need so, as a no, population. See, see, the funny thing is, let's, let's just was involved with this IEA, you're a big, big free market think tank and all that. So yeah. She wanted to free the markets. Guess what? The markets chose money over freedom. They didn't want the freedom. Aye. They wanted the 120 billion pound payout. <laughs> yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, bear that in mind the next time you hear a Tory talking about setting the people free. Aye. Because they're not interested in that at all. <clears> right? Um, they, they only want people to be set free, is, uh, set free in the sense that they're, uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're uh, free to beg. Um, that's no Aye. freedom at all. No, absolutely um, not. No, it, it, it was remarkable. They, the, the markets displayed a class solidarity and they got a result. And as Francis was actually talking about last night at the thing up in Castlemont, when we displayed class solidarity in the 90s, 
we dumped the poll tax, we dumped the prime minister in the process. Yep. Working people, when they get organised, can do it. Okay, so yeah. just try to get them organised. Is, is, is the yeah. problem in it? But I think, like, we could talk. I could talk about this all day. <laughs> we could, and and I want to. I want to get. Well, I'm a politician, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get into the, the actual, you know, like the actual issue, like mm -hmm. specific issue. So I've rambled a bit. So. No, listen. I, I think that's, what, that's amazing. You, you can edit that. It's just rambling. Yeah. See, for people who let's just say that there's. Um, there is a, a percentage that are fucking living under a rock and they've no really sort of mm. read into this or, or saying, why is this needed? Why is this so? Why do you feel what's the problem that's happened since the start of this year, pretty much, and then get implemented in the first October? Well, yeah, you want to go, Yeah, I mean, for me, like I said before, for me, I think it's the fact that people cannot pay. Do you know what I mean? And no one should be put into poverty. Because, do you know I mean because they can't afford to heat the home? And yeah. as you say, like I think Francis put it really well last night, didn't she? Do you know what I mean every time I boil my kettle, I am making someone in this world, do you know what I mean richer? Do you know what I mean? And that's not no. the way it should be. I don't um, know. But what what's actually happening? So, um, like, so um, we're getting a lot of chat about, like you said, the Ukraine, the the conflict in Ukraine mm -hmm. is causing issues with supply. Well, again, I don't believe that for yeah. a second. Um, you know, there's been other bits, you know, excuses and sort of justifications for it. Like, what? How do you see? What do you see as like the root cause of this? That's mm -hmm. like driving the prices and stuff. Like, is it just like straight up cowboy capitalism? Greed, isn't it? And profiteering. Right. I think, as you say, like, oh, this is where I feel like I should have swatted up on those numbers before we came, shouldn't I? <laughs> do you know what I mean? As you say, but you know, it did. Like, I remember the point at which we were doing. Um, like the demo outside Scottish Power, do you know what I mean, in the run up to that. And it did seem like every day there was another company coming out with record profits. Do you know what I mean? So called yeah. record profits for this year. Do you know what I mean? As you say, like, God, I can't even remember. Was it Scottish Power that, you know, and it was literally like over the space of three months, it was like I'm pretty sure nine that, billion. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Something Shell really insane, wasn't it? You I know, think one just, of the protests that he's had like pretty much directly coincided with, I think it was like Shell or somebody yeah. saying I've done like 8 billion this quarter. In three months, yeah. And do you mean, and you know, and you just think like it's unquantifiable amounts of yeah. money. And do you mean like, and I just remember thinking, you know, we do, we need to, because I know you were talking, do you mean, as you say about, you know, kind of re-educating people. And it mm -hmm. is, it's that, you know, educate, agitate, organize, isn't it type thing? Do you mean, I think we do need to make people angry and realize this, do you mean, it is your yeah. money going into this. Do you mean, we're the best one in the world. You know, like it's money that they know they didn't need mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in order to run their business. Absolutely. And do you know I mean like, you know, as you say, they have just completely taken advantage of a situation, do you know I mean a terrible situation that is happening in another part of the world? And, you know, thought, right, how can we exploit people off this? Do you know what I mean? As you say, really, they it's don't just like need that money. Capitalism, yeah. it? It's like just trying to pick the bones off of people who are already beat up. So, uh -huh. you know I mean, what? And as you say, sorry, do you know I mean? Just picking up again, you know, on that idea, how do you exploit people in poverty? Well, that's what they're doing with like the late fees and the debt yeah, fees, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Prepayment yeah. meters, the people who are least able to pay, let's put them on the highest rates. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, how does that make sense? How does the uh -huh. poorest people that can afford the fuel the least pay the most? Yeah, I don't understand. Well, how don't you know though that capitalism is all about all about carrot and stick. So they, uh, but they it'll incentivize them. The stick, them, the stick, the stick only like gets used class. with working class people. Though. You know the carrot because we're told the CEOs and everything are, are deprived of their. I think it was Michael Foot once said this actually. I just realised. Uh, deprived of their initiative if they don't get if they don't get the big pay rises if yeah. they don't if they don't get the massive tax cuts if they don't get the big bonuses they they they, can't, they could possibly 
uh, survive without it. Yeah, uh, but working class people can't, uh, uh, you know, don't get that the, advantage, do they? They, they, the they, get, they get a fine <laughs> for, for being labour people. Hundred grand a year. You know what I mean? That's just disgusting. Aye. Mm -hmm. Do you know the, the the thing is though the the the, you, the, the Ukraine war um, has increased international gas prices. Okay, I, I understand that. So that's, mm -hmm. that's supply and demand. I understand the logic of that. But you know what? They, these companies are extracting very a sort of tiny fraction of what we use in this country mm -hmm. has anything to do with Russia. I think at one point I read it was like six or seven percent of the UK's. Like and it doesn't even need to gas, be that big, by the way. You know, I mean, because yeah, obviously we've got, you know, we have a few fields locally. Yeah. Um, you know, I were exporting um, it elsewhere to buy it back off of somebody else. Well, it's insane, right? right. Well, this is the inefficiency of the market. We're told mm -hmm. the market always finds a way, doesn't it? It no. finds, a way, finds a way of extracting profit, doesn't it? Find a way of providing people with what they need to survive. Ah, yeah. Resolutions. Um, and so what you've got is the price of getting that stuff out the North Sea hasn't changed. You know, you know, they haven't suddenly, it hasn't suddenly cost billions of pounds more to, to get that stuff Aye. out of the North. Nothing that's changed. They've not started installing it's, golden it, drills, although it, they might, you know what I mean? But it's like, not just about gas. You know, most of our energy um, comes from things like nuclear uh, and, mm -hmm. and renewables and all the rest of that, right? Price of producing them hasn't changed, does it? No. So, so why are we paying more? I mean, I'm seriously, mm -hmm. I'll tell you why we're, why we're paying more, because the regulators, the way, the way the market is regulated, and the government can do something about this tomorrow, is that the strike prices they say that this is sold into the market into the grid is dictated by it was a series of agreements mm -hmm. but in in broad terms it's a bit more complex but in broad terms it's basically dictated by the wholesale gas price yeah well, here's a solution make sure it isn't it mm -hmm. and make sure the price that's selling it into the market um is actually roughly related to the cost of them producing it mm -hmm. right now i'll take that because it would that would, that would cut energy prices by about 40 percent overnight yeah overnight overnight and i literally mean that could be done in days wow. and it would cost tens of thousands of pounds to change change a computer program that's that's how easily this can be done right but they're not doing it now why are they not doing it right they know they can do it so they know perfectly well they'll be getting the briefings i've heard i've had i mean i can't believe they can't find a way so i would take that as a, as a first step, I mean, I have to say, my, my, ultimately though, if, if, if what's happened in recent months doesn't tell you that energy is so important to our economy, to our people, yeah. uh, to our welfare, that it has to be in, in, in democratic ownership, mm. then I don't know I, what will. Yeah. This is reminding me of something that I spoke to a guy. I got a lot of people coming in here, a lot of different, I actually love it for that. I got a lot of different demographics. Uh, I'd like more women. To be perfectly honest, because podcasting seems to be a male-centric, you know, me and Matt are definitely a good snapshot, right? But I get a lot of people, and there's one in particular that's coming up, and, and what you're talking about there, um, I was talking to him about universal basic income, oh, and aye, I was aye. like, listen, the governments of the world are ignoring the signs. The tests have been done. No, no. We know what we know yeah. what would happen, because he was like conceptualizing the, the negative impacts. I was like, no, but... You don't need to conceptualize this. Like it's already been done. The mm -hmm. tests have been done. We and he went, I, he asked me a question. He said, but why? And I went, you answer that. Yeah, why do you exactly. think? And he went, well, if I was being skeptical, they're deliberately ignoring the science. And I was like, for what end? And he was like, well, I don't know. And I was like, for profit, mate. Yeah. It's about, they want to keep the classes the way that they are. They like it. They like the hierarchy, you know, going to Peterson and the hierarchies. They love that. They like that they are There's here and you're there, and they are deliberately ignoring what we know would work in society oh. to try and fix these problems. Mm -hmm. It's it's not ignorance. No, not yeah. at all. They know. 
Right, UBI, oddly enough, I, I took the paper through Glasgow City Council when we were, we were the first city in, in Britain to start pushing towards the pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, that was like, it was February 2017, something like that. And I, got conv- I, I, I got converted to the idea only a few months earlier. Because I'd heard of Universal Basic Income, but I always, in the back, I always thought, that's oh, Especially for a socialist as well, you know, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit work well, and, well, you know and all, I mean? yeah, well, that's it, exactly. You're brought up in the three, you think it's, it's all about work, and and mm. also, um, there's, there's a change coming that well, what is that going to make that so relevant? You know, when, when, that? I put, when I put this forward, I won't, I won't name names, but when I first put this forward in the Labour group to try and get it on the exec, executive council's agenda, bore you all that detail, but um. There was one person in the group, wasn't he? I mean, most people were like going, oh, well, we'll give it a go. You mm-hmm. know, when they won over to the idea, but didn't they weren't they upset by it either, you know? Um, and it was good support in other parties as well, so that's why it go over the line, you know? But there was somebody in my group, um, and he stood up, he says, you know, um, he said, you know, Matt's always talking about uh, being, a, <laughs> being a socialist. He said, Richard Nixon supported universal basic income. It was the first um, one to bring it in, wasn't it? Which, <laughs> uh, so we've know, done a few episodes on yeah, this with, uh, with Jamie for uh, the, the RSA. Oh, and oh aye, aye, Jamie Crick. Yeah, yeah, like, um, Nixon was the first guy to do this. Like, what the he fuck? Had a but, well, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, another friend of mine has actually said that, um, oddly enough, arguably Nixon was the last, last, uh, um, the last liberal president of America uh, in terms of domestic <laughs> policy. Well, that's a, that's know, a bigger leap to me. Right. But anyway, um, but but well, I suppose the obvious answer that's you know presumably Nixon was in favour of breathing. You know, but, but I mean he he was he was pursuing it for different reasons, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Now and people are people on the left actually who are against UBI tend to say, well, we'd rather have universal basic services. And I'm, my attitude to that, well, can, can we not have both? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, because I support UBI, doesn't he mean to say I'm expecting everybody to buy their services? I'm expecting services to still mm-hmm. exist. I'm expecting mm-hmm. them to be better. Uh-huh. Partly because we'll save a fortune. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Else, because we would, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and people would have a better quality of life. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't be going through this. Thre- and this is what takes us back to the subject a wee bit. Working people are constantly. Um, or working class people more uh, put, put it better. Um, I've constantly been put through, um, you know, you, you have real terms cuts in your pay. If you're not uh, in work, you're being put through degrading tests. Yeah. If you're if you're if you have a disability, you're being put through degrading tests to get to get the, actually money that isn't even enough to live on. Um, you're you're being you know you're being your rents rocking up. Uh, yeah. You know, you've been told there's no 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 council houses or housing associations to go to here, and you you throw your your life is thrown to the market again. You know, every step of that uh, that cycle, somebody's taking a cut out of you, yep. and they're taking a cut out of what is yours, and taking a, and, and having a kick at you in terms of your role in society and your self worth, and that is why I support UBI. That that because UBI, I think, changes that game. Mm-hmm. It says, it's you know, we support you. You're mm-hmm. part of this world. This is your right. This is your birthright almost. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Yeah. Because everything, it goes back to the, the whole, I, I think the whole way that our economy and our country is. You're seeing the exact same thing years. with the energy crisis. Yeah. Th- those steps told. and those principles you're talking about there in relation to the objections to UBI are exactly what we're talking about people, here, where it's a process that everything is almost sort of like washed through. Yeah. To make yeah. it sort of less appealing pe- pe- and something that you can do with worthless. it. People are told they're worthless all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whether they're applying for a PIP, uh, PIP or whatever, you're told that you're not worthy, that you're not worth it, you don't matter. Yeah. And that's what governments, government after government has done has done to you through the welfare and benefits system. 
and that's what the workplace does to you um, through the, the erosion of uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, workplace rights and the erosion of trade union, all that kind of stuff, all of that is telling you, you don't matter. And what we need to, we as socialists and the other, other side of that need to be coming forward and saying, you do matter, you have power, you have agency, come mm -hmm. together and we can turn this around. Because we can. So, yeah. so we've said earlier on, we can do it, mm. right? So, and as well, oh, sorry, no, can I just are. quickly pick yeah, up yeah, on that? Course. Do you know what I mean to say? Because where that links into the energy stuff in mm. my mind is like, do you know what I mean? As you say, we have obviously been having a lot of discussions. Do you know what I mean? As you say, from the very beginning, we've been, you know, this message of freeze prices, not people. Do you know what I mean? We want to have this price freeze. But it has brought us into a lot of discussions about, you know, like, where do we take the price freeze? back yeah. to for instance yeah. do you know I mean as you say like you know we've had debates do we take it back to april 22 april 21 actually do you know I mean people have been you know unable to pay and the price have been far too high for far too long yeah and this is kind of do you know I mean as you say we're not entirely concrete i don't think in our position on this but do you know I mean as you say what's been coming into some of our discussions more recently is this idea of a more social tariff do you know I mean like mm -hmm. very much yeah. premised on the idea you know how with ubi it's the idea that do you know I mean a basic amount of money that keeps <coughs> everyone out of poverty in a yeah. similar vein do you know I mean as you say nobody should be living in fuel poverty yeah. and therefore you know mm -hmm. we should have a tariff that means do you know I, I mean surely god somebody should be able to go and calculate how much do you know yeah. mean, should people be paying in a order that they're not in outgoings every month you know, in terms of electricity, couldn't be no more than X amount uh -huh. percent of your wage or whatever it is. Even it means it's not. Well, they were right. able yeah. to calculate that the increases we've just had were going to put ten million more people into fuel poverty. So they able to calculate that. They you know, know, the the able to yeah, absolutely. I think well, we, could, we just answered a question that was coming up about like oh, what's the aims and and. <laughs> oh, right, I think sorry, like, I we drifted a bit. No, no, listen. <laughs> see if it comes out natural in the conversation. It's even That's it. I, absolutely. See, I'm not used to this. I'm used to having a nice strict chair in the room. Do you know what I mean? Keep us <laughs> yeah. in line, and you do need that with Matt. How long? <laughs> I think like. <laughs> Matt, we'll get you like a wee squirt gun every time you start. Yeah, We were we were talking about thinking, you know how. Asking like, have has there been more consideration given to sort of more radical sort of types of activism? Mm -hmm. I think the the question that's coming up for me is, how long are we going to need to put up with this shit before people actually start getting violent? I think that's yeah. like, I think we're seeing a bit of an escalation with things, and it's no violence per se, but like that that the, the stop uh, oil stuff, you know, where they are making very very visible, you know, yeah. And as you say, do you know what I mean? Like, because I think, you know, the best one in the world, as I was saying before, do you know what I mean? We have very much tried to pitch this as, you know, sort of a mass appeal campaign. I do think we need to be able to bring everyone along mm -hmm. with us to do this. And so, do you know what I mean? I think, but, you know, the flip side of that is, I think, kind of the activist side of the base. You know, there have been points when, you know, they've been sort of said, well, you know, not being radical enough. And like mm -hmm. from the start, do you know what I mean? We have been in discussions with obviously like Don't Pay UK, um, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about those type of tactics. And up to now, I think our position has sort of been around, do you know I mean, like genuinely it's not, you know, like obviously a lot of people make comparisons with like the poll tax and stuff like yeah. that. But do you know I mean, at the moment we are not in a place where we have got, you know, sort of um, like the community resistance, do you know I mean, and the social movement structures in place to be able to protect people yeah. if they go ahead with doing that. But I think, do you know I mean, as you say, now we are coming up to a point where, Obviously, do you know what I mean? Especially, I think, do you know what I mean? The real kick in the teeth was obviously, do you know what I mean? There was the Conover price freeze and then they'd done the U-turn on mm -hmm. that. And do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I think that is the point when we were like, 
Do you know what I mean? I'm like, do we swear? Do we not swear? Do you know what I mean? That no, people yeah, we, we no, just like, you know, fuck. I was going to oh, say, right, like, you right. know, fuck this. Do you know what I mean? We uh-huh. fought so hard for this. And do you know what I mean? There was obviously a point there, wasn't there, where we were like, do you know what I mean? Like the government have finally made a concession. Do you know what I mean? Look, we can do this Progress. together. And then it was like, for fuck's sake, no, actually. Yeah. They've gone back on the thing that they said. And do you know what I mean? And I think that was a point for me where, do you know what I mean? I kind of felt, do you know what I mean? As an activist, oh my God, you know, we've taken people up to the top of this hill. And then, do you mean like people are going to fall off, aren't they? Because, do you mean they're thinking, well, you know, I told you nothing would ever come of this. And do you mean, as I say, it did feel like a real kick in the teeth. And so I think that's now why we're at a point, isn't it, where, um, do you mean, where we're sort of thinking, you know, like other tactics are going to be bloody Mm -hmm. needed because, do you mean, as you say, you can't, we can't carry uh, on the way we are. Touch on don't pay because that was one of the things we spoke about again in another recent episode where we were just sitting chatting shit together was some of the advice that has come out particularly through social media yeah. um around how people can and or should like manage their, mm-hmm. their energy mm-hmm. prices uh you know recommendations to go to variable tariffs non-variable tariffs yeah. you know refuse to pay or you know only pay for what's on your meter have you got like a a, a set back of advice that you would oh, give people I in this give at you the the minute? pamphlet if you'd like i was <laughs> yeah. gonna say on a, here's one i prepared earlier no it's not even me it was uh, um i was gonna say david on our campaign has been absolutely fantastic on that he's put together all these pamphlets which anyone can access online yep. and we have pamphlet do you mean like paper copies um you can access for free and should see, see uh, just give him a wee shout out alan mcintosh as well yes my goodness um, the amount a, of work he's, he's put into all of this he's been able to kind of people providing this advice about cancel your direct debit raise a complaint you know there mm. people are they're well intentioned but at the same time i would we've been very careful about how we've spoke about it because the last thing we want is to somebody to get the wrong impression and as you say end up with a level of outstanding debt that they can't you know manage or anything like that so it's that way isn't it do you know I mean as you say as you know yourselves as kind of you know, public figures and do you know what I mean us as a campaign, it is that point where you do you have to take responsibility, don't you? Do you know what yeah. I mean for as you say, yeah. you know, um if you give advice to people and you know, then they end up even worse off. Like do you know what I mean? So I think, you know, that's kind of why we've maybe been a bit worried about, isn't it? But um we we we're, we're conscious as well. I mean look the from one point of view, like my my my, my bill's just doubled. So yeah. I'm I'm in situation I'm not gonna be able to pay my bill. My fixed so, tariff has been up three times in the last three months. So I'm fixed tariff. No, for my own part, I'm probably I'm probably gonna have to cancel my direct debit and, mm-hmm. and take it from there. Um, but but it's no that's no me saying everybody should do that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that because um, it, it's, it's so you're only concentrating on action that will require the government to make sure prices go down rather than yeah. Yeah. spending too much time worrying about what is right for each individual person well, well, on the other side of that. that that's a, we, we don't want, like, uh, uh, it is a wee bit different. For the, 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 what was different, I suppose, at the, the poll tax is because, fr- frankly, the level of organisation that was there when that, when that, when the kind of can't, mm-hmm. can't pay, don't pay uh, thing got moving was a bit, was a bit deeper and a bit stronger. Like, yeah. To be honest with that, there are sales about that. We've got a lot of work to do yet. Yeah. Um. So there was, a, there was, you could get people blockading the doors and all the rest of that when they were yeah. doing the point in sales and all that. Um, now, What's different this time, of course, is that is that the money is owed to a private organisation. So mm-hmm. the idea of putting pressure, as as happened back in the day, you know, putting pressure on councils and all that, you haven't really got that. Yeah. Same sort of immediacy. You can't turn up and and badger your local councillor if you don't sort this. Aye, I, I, would always, I, mean, I would always advise people to badger the local councillors. You know, yeah, me, but do it. You know, I mean, that's what they're there for, right? Um, but that's not going to 
that's it's, it's a different sort of scenario here, uh, we've got here. So I think it's important that we, for our part, we are trying. What we are trying to do though is is build up local groups, build up, build up. It's back to that. I keep moaning about confidence, mm-hmm. yeah. confidence in communities again, saying like, actually, if we stick together, we can do something about this. Yeah, we can support one another. The stuff that was going on in Castlemont last night was basically it's good old fashioned mutual aid. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it, um, it wasn't charity. It was, you know, as they yeah, say, it wasn't charity. It was solidarity. Charity. Yeah, and it was like people just looking out for each other, just being good neighbours, being, you know. I mean that is that's socialism. Yeah, that's that at its at its yeah. heart, right? That's what it boils down. Yeah, we're just looking out the for the each other. Right? The socialist republic of seamilk. They've got form of the who was it that we had in the women for change or women something? Oh, women against capitalism. They did all the stuff in that. Dynamite. Well, that's the thing. We need we need folk like that in every community in the land. If we did, yeah, we'd be we'd live in a much better country. But that's the kind of confidence and kind of solidarity that we need. Be trying to from our part in our organisation. It's no it's no for us to do all of that. To some extent, we are we are planting trying to plant seeds and trying just get cheap people, but. We need that. We need that base before mm-hmm. we we could uh, we we could realistically like do something like a, a payment strike. Right. But I'll tell you something though. We have we are we are resolved as a group to say that we reserve the right to mm-hmm. go down that road. Absolutely. If we don't get what we need uh, by by the April first, because there's still a massive increase coming in April first. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the way they're messaging now, on it is extremely disingenuous. with they're talking about. How it's just two and a half grand cap, and you're like, no, this it's is nonsense. like the average. Like you need to, and they're, they're very specifically leaving that out in the conversation. <laughs> where because you know Sunak or Truss or whatever says it's two and a half grand, that is now setting people's minds, and it's actually not even remotely true. Yeah. See, you know see, what I mean? Right. Well, that's the thing. See if you see if you're uh, low income and you're in a smaller place and all the rest of it. The idea that something could rise up to two and a half grand. It's catastrophic. Aye, you it's should not, not be paying for it. your it's energy not, the way you're paying for your aye. rent. What? It's not a question of choosing not to pay because you're going to, you're going on a payment strike or doing what happened mm-hmm. in the it's, You just won't you just be able to do it. it just, you it's just not possible. Physically right? cannot. Right, the money's not there, so it's yeah. not, you're not getting it. Right, um, so that is going to be the that's going to be the, the, the bigger thing. To be mm-hmm. honest, just people who just can't. And to some it's extent, that's not going to be a, that's not going to be an organised thing. Seems people like a crazy move. I know we talk about like the the greed of capitalism and. You know how blinding that you know just money that balance rising every quarter you know can be for these companies but like i've never really seen a business model that involves bankrupting every single person using your service and then expecting the business to survive long term it seems mm. like well, a bit of kind of kamikaze move well, to me you don't get where the, where the, the logic in it is you know what i mean like, these, these people these ceos there's a, a merry-go-round of ceos you know, yeah they, they move from one organization you know mm. but the funny thing is about open reach if you're, talk, if you're talking about bt there's a guy there crozier mm-hmm. adam crozier i remember when i was a postie he was in the he was wrecking the royal mail for a few right. years getting three, paid three million quid a year for it and then he ended up at, i think at uh, the english fa and then, right. then, then he ended up so with, completely synergetic industries there. You know what I mean? This is a wee club that they're all in, yeah. and they'll move from one to the other. Sometimes there are multiple different boards at the same time. Absolutely, and they'll just move from one to another. They'll get their seven figure. Well, seven figures probably smaller yeah. than, but, but sometimes a lot more. And they'll just move around. And they don't mind if they get if they get bumped because they upset ah, a few people on the board. They'll just move to the next one. Yep, golden handshake. Only ah, go to the next one. They don't. They have yeah. no interest in the long term long-term future of their company so even from uh, even from a raw capitalist point of view it makes no sense just sheer out and out greed at that Aye. yeah i they mean I, I worked for 
I don't. I, I get made redundant. I don't give a fuck. So I worked for Virgin Media for fifteen years. <laughs> well, they're bastards anyway. Yeah. They, 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 um, they, um, what do you call it? Uh, they recognise the CW, so I haven't forgiven them. Aye, I mean, right. listen, like, <laughs> I did what I could within the parameters of the shop that I worked Aye. in as a manager to try and make it a nice environment, but they did everything that they could to make it fucking toxic as fuck. But yeah. I would have, one time I had access, we get access to like the board of directors and it was a Q&A and it's to, to talk about what Matt just said there. They would put their prices up every year mm-hmm. and I raised the question about like, you just get hordes of calls throughout your retention and give discounts to people. Why do it? And they're like, because there's a percentage of people that don't phone in. Yeah. And that and they're like, we're targeting them with these price increases. We don't care about the people that phone in for their discount. They're going to do that anyway. But who phones in? Work well. Usually, like, yeah. usually middle class people. Of course it is. I was going to say people who've actually the got same. the time to be bothered yeah. and checking the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Spend forty-five yeah. minutes on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. No, who's yeah. While people are worrying about feeding their kids, mm-hmm. they don't have time phone in and get their exactly. five pound increase in their broadband exactly. taken away mm-hmm. or maybe even a seven pound discount on that five pound increase they get and again it's not even just being time poor it's what you say about confidence do you mean you think yeah. oh well that must just be the way it is so but god just there's stress. nothing yeah. do just stress like you look at you know the world's top psychologists are coming out and going poverty's probably 90 percent of mental health issues yeah. could get wiped away if we took away poverty yeah. so just the stress factor that's why ubi would well, that becomes back changes to that. the game. Yeah, well, yeah. people are stressed out. They don't want to sit on a phone for forty-five minutes while they listen to a wee do 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 do, or get passed for pillar to post. Yeah. They get pissed off, slam their phone down, go and sign up for Sky, and then over the course of maybe ten years, clear that debt. Uh-huh. So Virgin get their money anyway. Sky are getting their money as well because you've yeah. had to go and sign up with them, and uh-huh. that's all because, like you're saying, you're time poor, you're stress poor, you don't have the sort of like stability to just be able to just hold these companies to account but mm-hmm. that just gives you a snapshot like of well, what these it? people are sort of aiming for mm-hmm. they're like actively targeting people who won't phone in for a discount <laughs> it's like we'll I mean, make money on model, the, the scale it? of this problem i think is also going to be like just straight up daunting for a lot of folk in that scenario as well where i that whole well, what, what can i do if it's happening to everybody around the country like what am i going to do pull yourself up you know your mean? bootstraps and get on with it you know it, get right. a side hustle do something, make yeah, some extra break, money, yeah, or cancel, oh. cancel your Starbucks and your Netflix, oh, and people that, are like, yeah. I don't even no, have no, that. No more, like, no more avocado toast, eh? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all gone now. <laughs> ah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, um, what is the, I mean, um, as, as a, this is, this is the, the weird ju- juxtaposition, I suppose. As a business owner, I've became quite disconnected for politics or the last sort business of business owner you are and it's just the first time i've ever heard you call yourself that <laughs> I, can't, I can't get with it but i'm going to be honest with you so it you, was you've, weird you've joined like, the joined the uh the hyena fucking Tory class 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 <laughs> yes but um <laughs> uh, uh I, I do other things in other ways um to try and give back but anyway um no, I, that's fine for everyone listening, I use the profits for this podcast to do to give uh, low-income people therapy. I'm a therapist as well, so oh. I try and offset that. That's for my own morality and make me feel good about <laughs> making money, right? Um, no, but, but well, there's no shame in, in earning a living, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not having a go. And as you say, do you mean like we know obviously for a fact that do you mean you say small businesses and charities aren't even getting the cap, are they on your energy? Do you mean so? As you say, we yeah, know that's absolutely. Be a time, my right? clients are paying for that, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> paying for that increase, <laughs> but um, the, none of them listen to me, so um, just as well. I've right? became really disconnected to politics because I spend pretty much every 
waking hour working and doing right. business and stuff, right? So what is the opposition's standpoint on this? Like what is Keir Starmer? What is the the Good luck the <laughs> you know the shadow <laughs> the shadow treasury or the shadow um, cabinet. cabinet. What are they coming out and saying about this? Because it seems to me that as somebody who goes on the surface level and kind of go deeper for reasons that I've just said, mm -hmm. I'm hearing nothing. I'm not hearing really much coming for them. I think there was chat no. of if they get in, well, it feels like when they get in now, but if okay. they get in, there was chat, of, I think, nationalising some form of energy company. But again, I don't know how well, believable that is. I'm not sure. Sort of, it's no quite, I mean, I would love, I would love them aye. to start nationalising stuff. Of course, that was the 2019 policy, which was nice. Technically, that's still in because it's not been changed yet by conference. Yeah, mm -hmm. Corbyn was, Jeremy Corbyn um, came on Twitter and was basically like, yeah, like my manifesto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember yeah. me. They've fixed a lot of this if you'd have listened. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. I don't want to make a big deal about political point, but it's really obvious, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, anyway, I, shed, um, I shed a tear the day that he got elected the leader of the Labour Party and my girlfriend at the time laughed at me. And I was like, no, you don't realise how significant this guy getting yeah. there is, but it's been... Sabotage. Yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful moment as far as I'm concerned. It really was. I, I, I waited a long time for that. Because he was voted in twice in six oh, weeks or something, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, he got challenged. I only made it six <laughs> months before he got challenged. They think it was um, cool. But it, like, the, the policy isn't quite nationalisation. It's it, They're talking about forming a new company. Yeah. Um, that would then, like, because it's not quite the same commitment as it was under the. Under, under the Corbyn, um, but it kind of looks policy. close enough to, to throw billions at the idea of the kind of renewables revolution, the green industrial revolution is yeah. the phrase that they use, right? Um, now the scale of that isn't quite what, what it was under Corbyn right now, but the idea is that they would use that company, put the money into that, and that would then expand it. And these things would be in, mm -hmm. in kind of public ownership, or at least expansion would be under state control. I'm, I'm very, I'm very comfortable with that, that's fine with me. But the problem I have is that it's a bit. Weird analogy. Um, it's a bit like when they talk about like reforming the buses as in Glasgow, right? Okay. So the situation is um, in, Gla in Glasgow is uh, within eight years, eight years, blink of an eye, we are going to explore the possibility of setting up, uh, explore the possibility, uh, actually the, the phraseology in the, tip, in the paper is explore the possibility of of the feasibility, I don't know. I mean, that's of a layer upon layer of nonsense. <laughs> anyway, um, of, of, of having a, a public, a publicly owned um, mm -hmm. uh, player in the market, basically. Yeah, that's not the same as to begin in the public no, control. No, it's not. Uh, and it's it's very very different. Uh, it's you're still accepting that the market that you're, all you're doing is putting a, putting a state actor in that market. That's no. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that might have a, a half regulatory effect, but it doesn't change the game. It's still the it's still the yeah. markets running the show. And the, it's the market that keeps failing and keeps and keeps leaving the government and you and I uh, with a tab, or even more importantly, actually, forget the government. The government can print money if it needs to. The, pro the, issue, the issue is 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 the people out there who can he feed their kids, who can he who yep. can he keep their houses warm. That's what matters. Now, if you understand that something is so essential to life and so essential to the economy, as uh, as energy is, then I mean, it must be in state control. It must. Be, well, even if you have a different, you could have a more cooperative model. Where, I mean, there were issues with nationalisations in the past, arguably, where you didn't get enough. You basically changed one owner for a new owner. Mm -hmm. state, state ownership still crap, still, still the same crap management quite often. Yeah. But what you would need, you know, I, I think you do need more involvement for the workers and more involvement for the, for, for, you know, for, for the public in general. Right? Yep. 
And so you might you need to look at different models. But the bottom line is, if something is as important as this is, and it's been demonstrated, it's crashing the, it's literally crashing the economy. Yeah. We the ten percent inflation rate we've got now and, and more, I think it's more like eleven now, and it's going it's going to go up more. Isn't isn't anything to do with workers asking for a pay rise? It isn't anything to do with anything anybody uh, um, has done other than the increase in fuel prices. It's not anything else. Yeah. They're trying to say it's because of all the money spent during COVID. That's bollocks. Yeah. That is bollocks. Um, so, and they can do something about energy, but see if they were serious about cutting inflation. And I understand why governments want to cut inflation. That's fine. But if you want to cut inflation, do something about energy prices. The rest of it filters through. Yeah. Right? But they'd rather use that as the pretext to go in a war against workers again. Say, mm -hmm. you can't have your pay increase. Well, it's not a pay increase. All, people, when people are asking for 10%, let's not forget, they're all, that's effectively a pay freeze. Yeah. So when you see people getting an offer of 2%, I mean, that, oh, lucky us, we're getting offered a pay cut. What? Aye. What planet Aye. is that acceptable? Aye, and right? In some cases, like so, 8, 9, 10%, you know what I mean? Even, but even that, it's basically a pay cut, you know, and, and actually, no, I mean, sometimes the, yeah. the cut is like if you're oh, yeah, talking about a 2% offer, sure. that's the best part of a 10% pay cut, pay cut you know what I mean? And that's fucking huge, you but, know what I mean? So, I mean, so basically, in terms of like, I think Labour needs to put its finger out in this, and actually, there's a really opportunity there. If I'm going to be, I wasn't going to be part, I suppose, I've been asked the question, but um, I think uh, if if a, if a party was to come forward right now to take off my party, my party hat for a minute, um. You think about it, the, the position, the, the absolute disarray that the Tory party are in. If an alternative uh, government was sitting there and waiting, leading in the polls as Labour has now, potentially, you know, walking into number 10, mm -hmm. they have got a golden opportunity yeah. to reshape the game. Absolutely. Not just change the management, not just, you know, say, oh, we'll, we'll take the edge off it here and there, mm -hmm. and, you know, and people have a wee bit of feel-good stuff for a few years. No, they, they get the opportunity to change the game. Yeah. Previous go previous governments who've won a landslide have been able to change the game. It does happen. Yeah, right? I mean, I think Not we're at a the stage same way where, I would like, but it's doable. You know, right? we're at a, such a, a low ebb in terms of these things that if you're in opposition at the minute, and this is one of the things, not to give him any kind of credit whatsoever, <laughs> but like if Tony Blair was the leader of the opposition mm -hmm. just now, he would have drove this Tory government into the fucking sea already. I agree with you. So he would have I was like, no fan of Tony Blair. I know, and me to, neither. To Tony Blair actually. But has, like, he, 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 see what you like. There would not be a new them. prime minister every right. six weeks. The, that government right. would be gone. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, whether that would be any better for us again, I don't know. But I think <laughs> well, if you're in opposition, you must be looking at these guys and being like, how can it possibly get any worse than this? The only way surely is up and, and you know, have that momentum people, to make those are, changes that you're talking about. People are, I think people are ready. Yeah, but an alternative. We actually so. saw that during the Corbyn years. We were talking about it on Companion for very right? similar in 97. It was a period of time you know, when people well, well, Paul was talking about it where people felt numb. Mm -hmm. We're not there anymore. People are not feeling numb now. I don't no. know. You know, there's it an element. It, it's, it's maybe pins and needles in it, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. but, but you know. I actually right? felt at one point, you know, chatting a general strike when we first kind of had this conversation. I was mm. like, that's ridiculous. That's just, it's never going to get mm. to that. And now, like three yeah. months later, you see, as we say, nurses, you know, these, these you know, teachers, and you're like, these guys, like, do not abandon their posts. Yeah. Like, for anything, it's you know only, what I mean? It's like, the only thing these, uh, the, the own class are going to listen to. So that kind of chat, yeah, a general yeah. strike now feels actually more tangible to me. So it does, see, as much as you know it, what I mean? It, like, it might sound weird, but the Nigel Farage's and the, the proper right-wingers of this yeah. world have mobilised the anger oh, in the UK, yeah, and yeah. the left need to do the same. Yeah. 
they need to look at their playbook and they need to basically copy and paste, but with things that are right. And you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean these people you've just named are obviously complete bastards, but um, um, borderline fascists and mm-hmm. some of them outright fascists. Well, yeah. But but what fascists have always done over the years is they've gone into in a period of economic turmoil or, or whatever, just as they did in the thirties. Or um, you, they, they go into a community and they say, "See all this going on around you? The world's falling. You're struggling all this stuff. You know what? Do you know what the problem is?" them over there yeah yeah they people that don't look like you or they people that have just come in or whatever it is mate there'll always be something like that rather than actually looking at the at the, at the back they, they, that, they provide that easy distraction yeah because it's something people can see and it is really you see the uh, it's not say people are daft because they're no but it, but it is see when you're at a low ebb and you've had nothing and you've been told that voting changes nothing and you've been and you've been told for years by gov- by successive governments that basically you don't matter and you've been humiliated by the welfare benefits system and just kicked for pillar to post and somebody comes along to say i can change that and by the way see if you get it then they'll, they'll sort it that's the easiest thing it's the easy that's yeah, it. it's right. so easy to do that it's the easiest thing in the world that's mm-hmm. why that's why they always they always go in the rising moments like this mm-hmm. and you're and you're again you spot you spot and the left needs to get its shit together I'm, i think we're it definitely really does. starting to see i mean Obviously, you know, you guys are here, you know, having these conversations with people and changing minds, educating mm-hmm. and giving people, you know, a voice that they can take to the, the, you know, the people that are in these offices making these decisions that affect their lives. But, but there's also, I think, you know, you are part of like a kind of wider moment in the country now because I think are these affiliated with Enough is Enough yeah. as well? Yeah. So again, this is, a, a, you know, not just a single issue thing. We're now starting mm-hmm. to see this, as you say, building this mobilization of people that has kind of been, you know, cast to the wind a wee bit over the years. Yeah. Uh, and we're now starting to see it sort of reform. So, like, what kind of part are you looking to maybe get, play on a, a sort of more national scale? Because Enough and Enough seems like a like a national campaign, yeah. whereas, mm-hmm. and knowing in a disrespectful way, this feels like quite a local thing at the moment, and it still, it still feels that it's like, can I, you know, the no, region that you're having assessment. that conversation just now? Uh, no, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, as you say, like we are working towards, aren't we, getting local groups set up across the country? And do you know I mean, and to be fair, you know, well, when was it September? And we were down in Liverpool, yeah, and there's like a power of the, the people, people group got set up there. Amazing. That is no surprise. I know. I was going to yeah. say if it was going to be anywhere, it would be there. Absolutely. Good. But no, you're right. Do you know I mean it is still quite Scotland based at the minute, isn't um, it? And and there's, at the moment, a wee bit, if we're honest, a, a, wee, a wee bit glasses centric just at the moment. In fairness, though, the Dundee part of the people group got going before right. we did, actually, yeah. and they're, okay. they're really strong. They're going well. Um, and But we've got other groups starting to pop up, like uh, Cumbernauld. Um, uh, and I, I think, think do you mean, as you well. say, they clearly, do you mean, as you say, in every community there are bases, aren't there? Do you mean, oh. as you say, there's people, you know, doing all this work on the ground? Do you mean, as you say, it's just. And I guess, do you mean, I guess perhaps this has been. One of the things I've been thinking about, do you know what I mean? Like, I just know, do you know what I mean? From doing community organising in the past, everyone's so burnt out, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? You know, a lot of elections and referendums, and you've had to go around yeah. the doors quite a few times in recent <laughs> I years, I'd imagine. Somebody gets a door trapped in they're like, oh, oh no, what's this now? Well, I don't, I don't know. I do think actually people <laughs> want a blether more than uh, I've uh, noticed in a while. I think people are wanting to have a chat with you. As long as you... As long as they know you're not after a vote, they're all right. Ah, exactly. Do you mean? And in a way, and I, you know, I set this up on the steps. I think. Do you mean? In my head, that's why this campaign has grown Mm -hmm. so quickly. Mm -hmm. Do you mean? Is because it's something you can't really argue with. Yeah. Into it. Do you mean? Like you know, 
and this is <laughs> this is what you know obviously we were talking before about you know your middle class voters and that type of thing I just feel like, do you mean, surely God, like, even they can't argue with this. Do you no. mean, like, with the best will in the world, you know, even if it's not from a moral perspective that you don't want to see people in poverty, like, just why do you want to pay more than you have to? Yes. Do you mean it just doesn't even make any sense, does no. it? And I think, you know, that way we're... As a psychologist, right, I'm like, there is aspirational rich people and that is like... Who want to show off by paying. By paying more. Yeah, just they feel sick, good about themselves. It? There is definitely that going on where it's like, Weirder. I don't Mad. want to support... Like, people are... Were, see, this is what see, we were talking about earlier. I'm going to edit that ramble that I just did there. Where I was saying <laughs> that I think the problem is we have... We love pulling the ladder up behind us. Yeah. And we don't let, like, raising the people around about us the same. Like... um. I hate mentioning the guy's name, but guys like James English are like prime for this, where he's like, look at me, I came for Postal and look mm. where I am. And then see when you hear him talk about like addiction, he's like, I junkies, they're scum. It's like these people hate where they came for. So everybody that's raised out their class despise where they came from because they feel they felt horrible in that. But they also like the fact that they can pay their bills and that they're making more money. It's a weird kind of self-loathing so, thing a type of, It's a very much a self-loathing. And, an, and then we've got this sort of group of people who are now aspirational millionaires and billionaires and think that, well, why would I pay half my tax if I ever get there? It's like, tell you the newsflash, mate, you're never fucking getting there. They don't want you in their group. That is a whole lie that you can yeah. get to their group. But to go back <laughs> to the sort of like the psychology behind why pay more when you have to, People love this sort of like, you know, at like the Balenciaga oh, fucking Canadian goose jackets. Like there's a there's a parker that's perfectly functional for 50 quid. Okay. I'm going to buy the 1200 pound one because it's got the thing, it's, it's got the badge and it's even almost... Even had the money, why? You, I mean, why? It's a type no. of like... You know I mean? <laughs> I've never actually like thought about the energy thing in relation to like... I like the status. I don't want to be friends and shit like that. I mean, I used to get people that would come into my shop. I would get people that would come into my shop at Virgin and wouldn't and would like be like, I want to quietly complain about my bill, but I don't want anybody running about me to hear that I'm complaining about my bill because it's almost like shameful to be like, I can't afford to pay this. I think that's. I think the shame thing is a really important thing, and I know we've talked about that a lot. Do you mean we've made it very clear from the start that nobody should feel shame for not being able to pay no. an energy bill because do you mean as you say it's not your fault it's very much the fault of the system and yeah. i think do you mean that is something we need to make clear but coming back to your point do you mean about how do we take this out to everyone mm -hmm. do you mean as you say i would do you mean, I, don't, I don't want it to become too much like a sales pitch for power to the people but do you mean like we do we just totally need is, <laughs> it totally is um we do do you mean we do just need we agree with you like um, let's get, me up. Let's let's get punt me up. It a bit more um no as you say like that is kind of i would say the the principal bit of our next bit of strategy, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? As mm -hmm. you say, moving through the winter, as you say, I think obviously at that point, you know, when the winter bills start coming in and people realise, oh shit, you do know I mean I'm really struggling here. I think they're having conversations about bloody heat banks, you know, for yeah. anybody yeah. unfamiliar with the term, it's I know. you know, like Warm a food bank except and all of this, you know, you go somewhere you to, to not like, freeze to death. Have a communal radiator basically. And I, I know. you know, 
Well, again, do you know what I mean? And, Scotland, you know, as you say, I'm not the best on numbers and I've tried to steer away from Mary. that. But I think, you know, do you know what I mean? You say we need to be realistic. You know, it's estimated that 1.4 million people are going to die this winter yeah. because they're going to be in cold homes. And I think, do you know what I mean? As you say, and I don't know if now would be a sensible time. I know this has been a nice chat, so I don't want this to get too, like, you know, <laughs> organised speech. Bring it down, just. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe this would be a sensible time for us to talk about, like, the way we're moving forward with our strategy is yeah. because do you mean you say from the very start we've had the demand of freeze prices not people yep. do you know what I mean but as i said just more recently because do you mean as i say and this you know this is by no means any criticism of other groups out there doing stuff no. but i think we've very much tried to be making sure that we are clear in offering a structured alternative do you mean like you know I, rather than just saying we're not happy with this we're saying we're not happy with this and here's how we do something about it yeah and so do you mean you say now our strategy is very much premised on we have demands aimed at at every level of government and at the energy companies. Um, do you know what I mean? And as you say, the one we're demanding of councils is, you know, like open public spaces. Do you know what I mean? But right. I think, you know, in my mind, it's very much, because as you say, do you know what I mean? The idea of warm banks does make me a bit sick. And yeah. do you know what I mean? As you say- and It doesn't it's, stop them being a necessity. No, you know exactly. I mean? like, and we need to do something with it. And I think in my mind, it's very much, do you know what I mean? And I hope I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this, but I think, do you know what I mean? It's, it almost is, if it needs cutting, then yeah. Um, but no, what I was going to say is I think, do you know what I mean? In the way that, you know, we need to have in our arsenal, this idea that if our demands aren't met, we need to say, right, here's our threat of what we will do. Mm -hmm. You know, I think in my mind, it's very much that thing. If the councils don't follow through on actually opening spaces, we need to be saying, these are our community centers. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we're taking them back. They're Absolutely. ours, you Absolutely. know, yeah. and, um, um, I do think that needs to be something we're talking about because, as you say, you know, we can't have people just freezing at home. No, you no. know, as you say last night, you know, and everyone got sent off with suit packs and it was cracking, wasn't We've it? Seen similar, yeah. and I don't know if this is exactly what you're aiming at, but I know towards the end of the, the COP earlier on in was it last November, we've oh, seen a community then. space in the south side be sort of taken over so, because uh, people, were, uh, people were just like sleeping. Delegates were being actually, sleeping in parks. I actually took Corbyn in there because I was diving around, around in my van. Uh -huh. You're the cop, believe it or not. Just showing off now. I'm just showing you? off now. <laughs> no, but he wanted to go and see it. So we went, we, I'm not we, surprised. We, we went in and it was quite it was quite funny. We thought we were never going to get him back out right now because it's a warren in there, you know, and everybody, <laughs> you imagine what it's like. Everybody's yeah. wanting to talk to him. And <laughs> night, I think the site was pretty anyway, lively anyway. It was, it, was it was, but, but do you know what though? See these spaces that, that, that Jess has just been talking about? They're ours. Aye, we've paid for them. We own them. Right. Right. So we're having them. Now, if people, you know, if, if people are, st are stuck, we, we need them. And yeah, um, it is a, it's a, it's a bloody scandal that they're needed at all to be used for this purpose. Mm -hmm. But these are our buildings, and mm -hmm. it's no, yeah. it's no, not for debate. We're having. It'd be like the um, withdrawal of your labour if you're you were striking, or as I have been, and probably you have yeah, been yeah, in, yeah. in other years as well. Like there, there has to be something there that we can leverage against yeah. this sort of mm -hmm. really sort of damaging action that's been taken against us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's and where and our power is, I think. From a, and you know, that's that, that was that's a kind of been a, right from the beginning has been a key ask of you know local because what we've we've tried to be because we're not party political, um, in that sense, and and we're not, and or, but we're also trying to be constructive as an, an offer. Like mm -hmm. this is what we these are reasonable yeah. asks, doable asks. So yeah, it's obviously the big one to the UK government, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you know, I've articulated that already. We can get yeah. in and about that. Don't they give could... twenty years of our tax money to your former boss. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Put simply, you know, nah. yeah. <laughs> stop. Stop taking the piss out of us. Yeah. Uh, it would be a good stuff. But you know, but there's also this ask to the Scottish government, for example. Um, Is this just around debt? Around you debt. know what we were talking so, about before? Yeah. So we've had a lot of kind of um, 
and you'll see it now. Anybody out there, you can go on our website, Part of the People Glasgow. Um, and this this section's on that detail and about the situation with debt and how to, how to handle that situation just best. And how to, be, to get just advice. to be clear, it's not that. That's not the website. Is it not? It's, <laughs> it's, it's pttp.org.uk. If you type right. in Part of the People Glasgow, I'd have a Then good luck to you. I would just Google it. Anyway, um, other search engines are available. Um, but you you go in there, you'll get you'll get a bit more, I guess, more clued up. I think it's important on. that you're being constructive as well. Like, like I say, and having those plans for like Aye. every level of it is, mm-hmm. I think, because there's I, something everybody I can do. Missed that looking at, you know, looking up, To be honest with you, it's important that because it, like, uh, uh, but the fundamental principle here is that any, particularly anybody who holds a holds a position of alleged authority, <laughs> right? So whether you're a councillor, whether mm-hmm. you're an MSP, MP, uh, CEO of a company, whatever the hell it is. It's something is something you can do here and mm-hmm. stop this this catastrophe from happening. Stop this million people, million excess deaths. That horrible term from a current yeah. that's, that's preventable. So yeah. dehumanizing. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a million human beings, a million families. Yeah. And all. I mean that that's. that's I mean, a now, one of the reports was talking right. about what like we need to expect excess deaths in children and you're like it's just disgusting like uh, we just, need to not be having that conversation no. you know what I mean? the well, thing that worries me do you, i mean as you say i know in glasgow we are kind of sheltered a bit because obviously the council is still on this fixed rate isn't it with the electric do you mean and everything so mm. they're not kind of but do you mean what worries me is do you mean like the idea that you know there are going to be kids going to school and wear hats because the school do you mean can't afford yeah, to put the heating talk on? Yeah, they're rolling blackouts and all sorts. And again, I don't know how just, realistic it, they are. They, they, they feel quite dystopian and like abstract. An but there's a wee bit of me thinks we're being sort of marched up the top of the hill there, so we can all be grateful when it doesn't harm. Yeah. Well, this is one of the things uh, we said the know? other week was that like with these issues, it does. And I think you touched on it yourself earlier on when you were talking about we don't know where we want the line to snap back to. And we were saying that I, th- I very much feel like right now we are in the process of having the line pushed so far out. Mm-hmm. That when it snaps back to something even go, vaguely oh, similar, yeah. like we're like it, yeah. you know joyful and you know so grateful that you've only doubled my electricity bill yeah. instead of tripled it, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I definitely feel like that's kind of where we're well now. Well, that's, yeah. the, that's the problem, just generally with the social political position oh, yeah. where we're in. Anyway, you know things have gone so far in one direction mm-hmm. that when someone comes forward with a kind of mild social democratic platform, they're they they you know? yeah. yeah. um, <laughs> sure. uh, they no probably guess, um, but you know. The the so so uh, jump back to that kind of debt point. Uh, the stuff the Scottish government. And to be fair, we know that some of the committees are already looking at this. Um, stuff that Scottish government can do around um, uh, around debt management because mm-hmm. that's that's a devolved uh, competence. So they they can do something about that to to give people a bit more slack if they get yeah. themselves in a situation of bankruptcy and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and because as well, and, sorry, yeah, no. like do you mean they say the point we've not touched on that do you mean. I suppose it seems so obvious to us, do you know what I mean, being in and around all this stuff, mm. but do you know I mean, with having conversations with people, it I've realised a lot of people aren't actually thinking about the fact that it might not be that people aren't able to pay their energy bills, mm. but it's the fact that, do you know what I mean, you're having to move all your money about, aren't yeah. you? And in order to pay so, your energy bills, you're not paying somewhere else, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? And as you say, and so it's all, it's like debt in lots of areas yeah. that we need to be worried so about. So it's not just it? energy debt that we need to understand that energy debt or the possibility of it is going to have a effect. huge yeah. knock-on effect yeah. so, on so all because things. it's what you, you call a priority debt, yeah. isn't it? So you, you know? Yeah, yeah. So legally, it is a priority debt. So whenever when they're taking money, you're getting that's the first one that goes. Because. Yeah. So there's a there's a knock. So there's, a, there's actually an effect there. You think about it, if you're in that situation, right, and you, you've you've got your rent and you've got your and you've got your council tax, for example, right, mm-hmm. and your electricity bill. What's going to get bumped first? 
Right. I mean, probably the council. Probably tax. council tax. Right. No, that would have said that as well. I sh probably shouldn't say that as a council, but it's quite obvious what ah, the choice the people make, yeah. isn't it? Right? You're not going to lose your house over that, right? No. Or you'll get evicted or whatever. Um, and you can see it also knocking uh, on any, particularly people in housing association mm -hmm. uh, uh, rent situations where they'll they'll struggle even more. I mean, there's been some issues out there already yeah. in terms of collecting rents. Imagine housing associations and councils struggling to collect rents. That, on a that, mass scale. That's that's not if you know, that's not I'm not blaming people who do it who can't pay. That, no. Uh, but, but that's not victim. The direction so we're heading in is so if that money's a reality. Going, aye, so if that money's not in the system, that money's not getting spent on housing and mm -hmm. the maintenance of the housing. Yeah. And so is the money getting robbed for another account to, uh, in a council, for example, to, to sort that or aye. you know, and if council tax isn't getting think they mean uh, isn't getting collected. I mean there are legal this is post poll tax, of course. Mm -hmm. There are legal uh, structures on local government about how they must, I mean, there's no other stuff, but they must seek to collect this council tax. Yeah. And that means things going to debt agencies. Now, the domino effect is, is absolutely huge. Do we really, huge. given we all know what's, you know, this avalanche is coming towards us, are mm -hmm. we just going to allow that to happen? I mean, that is, that's potentially very serious when you get to them. Yeah. Um, so on that debt side of things, it's a big complex area and I'm, I'm not an expert. I've outlined some of the kind of big issues, but mm -hmm. I mean, the guy we've been working with, Alan, has got years and years of experience and this, knows it inside out. So he's been helping us a little bit Good. with some of the kind of detail in that. I never thought about um, the wider. Yeah, it's I a really I important. I've thinking very much in terms of just my electricity bill coming in and going out, sort of thing. Think, you know what I mean? Like that. That's that's a good practical step if you like the Scottish Parliament as a whole, or the, you know, and Scottish mm -hmm. government um, can can do something about. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we know it won't necessarily happen immediately and all the rest of that mm -hmm. but it actually might mean a lot to people down the line definitely um and you know i mean i'm sitting in local government i know we've already started doing the doing the warm banks in glasgow or, or warm centers uh, mm -hmm. in glasgow which i'm delighted about but i'm also conscious that that's that, that oh that's been taught they're not all fully functioning or anything like that but that's in the context of we've got a lot of community centers haven't haven't fully reopened yet mm -hmm. post-covid yeah, we've so got 119 million pounds of cuts coming. Uh, well, that's what's been projected anyway. It might, I suspect it'll come down a wee bit, but that, mm -hmm. even if it comes down by 20 million, it's still a lot of money, right? Yeah. A lot of money that the council hasn't got, right? That's the bottom line. Yeah. So in that context, and Glasgow isn't alone, all local authorities are no. not under pressure. So in that context, how how do, if we're making that ask of local, how do we do it? And if they're also under pressure with collection accounts, yeah. or potentially if they're, if the landlord's collecting the rent, how 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 does it all fit together, and how do we Doesn't do it help that? that the government of the day has trashed the economy at a point where there now oh. needs to be billions yeah. upon billions and more cuts again on top of that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's a, I, it's a fast little situation. I'm glad that folk are starting to organise. Um, have you got? Aye, mate, I've got a bit of soon. So got, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. So, <laughs> Sorry, so, so, I was wondering if you get much more in terms of questions now. But nope. so as we wrap up, um, no, 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 that's perfect. <laughs> so like, much um. As we wrap up, like you've touched on the website, folk are listening in, being yeah. like, "I want to get involved in this." How do they? How do they get involved? Definitely go along to the website. Um, do you want to repeat it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the website. I'm, maybe I should check on the link. I'm pretty sure. It Just is. Google "Put the People Glasgow," yeah. you'll get it. Oh, as right? I say, I'm pretty sure it is pttp.org.uk. I'll put a link. Please Aye. do. Maybe we that also, will be the way forward. We also for for people on that their Twitter and that. 
Um, yeah. Uh, on tw- if it on lasts Twitter. much longer. I know. <laughs> we'll that's see a good what happens. Point, there, isn't it? Um, as you say, we're on, we're on Twitter and Instagram and. Um, but yeah, the main yeah the main things. Instagram, but I'm told it exists. The main things I would encourage people to do, as you say, are um, our main way forward is going to be these local groups. Yep. So either find out, do you know what I mean from the website if you've got one in your local area already, and if not. Mm-hmm. please you know feel free to join up as i say we're kind of do you know what I mean because obviously as you say it has all happened very quick yeah. do you know what I mean so as yeah. you say we're now kind of putting together these packs you know for people to um be able to put groups together themselves you know get materials and but do you know what I mean as i say the main thing i would urge people to do honest to god is just you know have conversations with your own yeah. friends family yeah. you know workmates everyone do you mm-hmm. know what I mean as you say because I'm sorry, this is like the inspirational moment then. Because yes, we is, can yes, change this together. No, do you know no. what I mean? But you do. Like, do you know what I mean? As we'll you say, it's all well and... the red flags will pin behind them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a bit of that. No, but I was going to say, I mean, because with the best will in the world, like, it's all well and good, do you know what I mean? Me coming to your door and saying, mm-hmm. you know, oh, please do this, that and the other. But it's going to make much more of an impact if it comes from yeah. someone you know and trust. Do you know what I mean? So just, you know, if we're, if we're all trying to have these conversations, I do think... And even if you're not at the point where you think, I want to organise a multiple mm-hmm. community, where you have those conversations that Jesse has been talking about but also on our website we've we've run kind of uh, over run, we've run uh, education sessions uh, and stuff like that, so so that people who want to get active are kind of a bit more clued up in terms yep. of for example the debt situation yeah, yeah. some real in-depth that stuff quite useful actually because again never thought and yeah. we've created kind of you know like proper kind of in-depth pamphlets and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's not just a couple of pages this no, is it's really surreal, interesting stuff i've learned a lot from yeah, it do you mean as you say, have, I, uh, understanding as you say do you mean there is a lot of practical advice on how to deal with your debts if they're yep. coming in and you yeah. don't know what to do but then do you mean you know for the sad more <laughs> sad bastards like us do you mean like there is this really interesting stuff on there do you mean as you yeah. say as to how we've got here do you mean all the levels of, of the energy um, and yeah. industry interest. And there's like there a lot of the demonstrations due anytime soon that people no, could get along to? Our focus, we, we've made a conscious decision because uh, we've done a lot of demonstrations to get, yeah, things, yeah. Out, uh, get things going and Jess had her burning bins. She was very pleased yeah, with that. Fire um, that was mine. Um, but the our focus over the next few months is actually going to be the kind of grassroots organising okay. and, getting, so and building that base now because we know come April, you know, when we know that that is our crunch point. Yeah. yeah. And if we need to do, as I said earlier on that, if there's a need for to take the kind of, if you like the direct action, More direct to maybe action. payment strikes or mm-hmm. other, then we need, need to go bodies. into that prepared. Yeah. yeah. So enough. it's building so on the ground. And I think we are hoping to have a day of action, aren't we? Where local groups will ju- mean do, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it'll be one day where all the local groups will do things in Better the area. We'll, we'll keep a wee eye out for that and stalls yeah, and yeah, maybe shout them when we can. But aye, that's us, mate. Aye, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having us. Really enjoyed that. Thanks again. And then I some useful stuff definitely have a wee look at the pack myself when I get a chance. I'll leave you the pamphlet. Superb. Excellent. Thanks very much. Thank you.